Hello and welcome to the Abundantly More podcast. I'm Nathan. And I'm Emily. This podcast is a conversation about parenting, systems, rhythms, marriage, and everything else. And today we are going to talk about the power of blessing. But first... Look at that. I read the notes. You I'm on top of it. I know. I wrote that in there. I know. Thank you. But first, how was your week, love? How was my week? Um, This week was... What happened? We did school for legit school. I think we're almost at like two weeks now. Yes. Well, yeah. I think last week was like the first real week. I'm just saying like between podcasts. So. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You can cover two weeks of full I can't even think that life far. enriching content. No, no, no. <laughs> um, we did school. I don't know what happened. Um, the first week was a bit rough. Right, and then the second week you started to kind of get your legs underneath you, uh-huh. and you keep going while I deal with screaming that. children in the background. Um, yeah, I think school happened this past week, and we are just trying to figure out our rhythms and how things are going to roll during the day. Um, it just—I feel like every year it takes time to just get into the zone of how we're going to do school. And we also had our, um, we have like a couple, our kids are doing a couple activities. They're all going to Awana. Um, Which is super fun. And that was very fun. We were watching this week and it reminds, it's just, it feels like youth group, but for little kids. Kind of. Especially like this past week they did Messy. Yeah. And that was complete reminiscence of youth group for me when we would do crazy things that I would never do now as an adult. Like throw oatmeal. At each other was one of the things they did yeah they did that they did like tug of war and um there was a big blue tarp in like in the middle of the rope area with uh soap Super all over warm. it yeah and they were slipping and it was just fun um it's kind of fun to see our kids out of their element a little bit because they don't know anybody at the awana we're going to um so it's just it's different but i think it's gonna be good yeah i think it'll it just it's a nice rhythm to add to our week. It's another avenue that's kind of reiterating some of the things that we're teaching and it's just something different and that's really powerful. Yeah, and I think it's cool that all five everybody except for Dorothy gets to go and participate. Um so it feels like something we can like go do together instead of only taking a couple kids to it. Yeah, I think we just need to figure out what to do with Dorothy during the hour and a half. We haven't Yeah, we haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. We'll get better there. We will. Um, what else happened? The twins are taking a ballet class, and this is the first time that they've done a thing. Um, our other kids chose not to do things, so we kind of were like, well, let's give the twins an opportunity to do it. And um, so they're doing ballet, and you took them this week, and it's... It is, like, cute chaos. Is, cute is, chaos. I don't know. Maybe there's 10 little girls. Oh, there's so many little girls. I couldn't even Just count. running around and, and it's adorable. It is. And it's a cool ballet class because it's all done to like worship music. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's almost like, I don't know, maybe it's the way that I would imagine David would have been when he was dancing in the streets. Like, oh, okay. With like unashamed because yeah. they, they are completely unashamed dancing, doing their thing, and it is so cute. Yeah, it's cute. I took a couple of videos. Yeah, 
I was not disappointed. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I think it was a good week. I don't know what else happened. How was your week? Um, I've been wrestling through just dealing with the busyness of work and managing my energy. We've been talking a little bit about this concept of green zones, yellow zones, and red zones. In like you and I have been talking you about You and I have been talking about okay. that. And so it's from this book about called At Your Best. Um, it's really, really great. And it's caused me to think a lot every day about when I have the the best energy levels and what things am I doing during that time. And then during the times when I have like lower yellow or red zones, just really trying to manage that and right. and, and realizing that you and I have different green, green zones. zones. Yeah. Um, and I think actually yesterday we were successful with that. No, we weren't. We were sort of successful. Well, we made a decision based off of that, and I think that was much more successful than it could have been. So we like for you, for both of us, our our highly productive time is prior to noon, yeah, in the day. And so when we wait until the afternoon to do things that I think even starting something at eleven is just too so late. hard. I know. I agree. Well, that's what we did yesterday. We but started it, it the, was, all the shopping adventure yesterday. I get that. It was still better than starting it at two p.m. Yeah, um, and so it's just like it's it's continual things we're learning as we grow and reiterate. So and when is your green zone? Mine is honestly from I would say five a.m. till maybe ten a.m. at the latest. Yeah, or five thirty. Yeah, and I get crazy stuff done in the morning, and so I might. I got a couple meetings in that nine to ten thirty window that I'm wondering if I should shift to the afternoon. So what does it mean in terms of like? It's your green zone. You're most productive. So what kinds of things should you do during your green zone time? The most highly important and slash or productive things. That um, you need to do for That the I day. need to do for the day. And so one thing that I do have during that is I, with each of my leaders, that's when we have our one-on-one. And I really do like that being in the green zone. I'm fully focused. We can have like a really good building time. Mm. And that's important with my leadership. And so just things that I'm just adjusting and trying to make that make more sense. Um, but I think it's been really, really good for me. Doesn't mean there's not rough days. There were some days where I felt like my day beat me and I didn't beat my day. Um, and it just so, kind of like takes you along for a ride. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's kind of been the feeling for the week as I'm learning honestly more about how I operate and how you operate too. Yeah. My green zone is like nine to maybe one yeah yeah so we're doing this out of our green zone right now we're saying we need yes. some holy spirit green zone right now i mean we're i would say we're in a in a, in a deep yellow yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's how your week was that is yeah yep. yeah you got a lot i mean you're working on like building a new lean-to fire box shed thing yep just today that one that one's been a I don't know. I'm excited to have more storage for the firewood. Mm-hmm. It is also, though, it's the perfectionist in me with a project always comes out. And I have to remind myself, this is not a house. So right. it doesn't have to, like, if a marble were to roll across the floor, it's probably okay. Right. <laughs> but it should be mostly level. That And that's what I'm working towards. So that's, yeah. the, like, it's the first part. And once you get that done, then you just build up. And so I'm I'm getting close. 
Yeah. It. But it, no, you're right. I, I've gotten a lot of stuff done this week because I've been thinking about being productive. What else have we done around the house? I don't even know. Nothing. We mowed the yard. I tried to fix the lawnmower. Oh, right. Fix the lawnmower. Kinds we went on like the shopping adventure of all shopping adventures. Well, it's so, like the, the new clothes, right? Right. So it's like mid-September and it's our back to school. Like this weekend, I'm like back to school because we start, we go to a co-op. We just call it school um, and it starts on Monday. And so everyone did back to school over a month ago, you know, like mid-August, early August, and now I'm fine, like, I've been looking at the kids' clothes and noticing that there's a lot of holes in the pants. Man, it's, I don't know, it's not even just Oliver. Oh, it's it, the girl, it's yeah. everybody. What do they do, just ride around on their knees all I day? don't know. <laughs> they do things that we can't do with our body anymore. Nor should we do no. with our bodies anymore. <laughs> so, now it's fall, we're wearing pants more than we're wearing shorts, so we went like shoe shopping people or the kids just thrash their tennis shoes well not all of them most of them well, you just need new shoes yeah right? and then clothes shopping with some of them not all of them needed clothes and then we ran into like the thing that my sister and i always struggled with which was finding pants and it's mostly just for cora because she's super tall thin and you can't find pants just you know, generally, at Target. Generally, it's more um, tall and wide, not... Right. Yeah, and that's a, that's a struggle. Well, and it's... You can't... You know, if you go to Target, for example, and you're going to buy a size 10 pants, you just get what you get. We need to know, like, how long they need to be and such. And so, we actually went to a store and got her triple zero jeans. Is that the waist size? Is that what that is? Yeah. So, you know, the waist zero... Two, four, six. I don't. That's how girls' pants are. Guys' pants start at like yeah, thirty. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so zero is the smallest, but then they make them double zero, triple zero. So I think that's XXS. Like, what is that even a measurement of? Tiny. But it means zero. Like, what's what's that a measurement of? Zero I don't know. inches? Because for I don't guys, know. when it says thirty, that's thirty inches. Around I don't the know waist. why they. I don't know. That seems where it came from. Because I feel like that just sends a very um, bad image to people. Like, oh, I want to be a zero, right? Because it is bad. Because it's like horrible. It depends what store you go to. You could be a totally different number. Yeah, that, I'm sorry for all women out there. It's tricky the business. Clothes business. Is, well, she was so frustrated precious. yesterday. And I said, Cora, this it's you're not the only one who has a hard time finding pants. Oh, this is so it's universal. so common. Yeah. So we found the smallest pants in the entire store, and they fit her. Nice work. I'm proud of you. I know. I was, was determined for because she was. It was she was wearing floods. Yeah. Well, I think we we managed that really well. We recognized we had to get that done this weekend. We couldn't wait till a weeknight. Weeknights are not a good time. They're for not it a either. good night. Red zone. It is. It is. So I thought uh, truly. I thought we did well this weekend to do it like yeah, this. Better. Yeah. We're learning yeah, things. It was good. Yeah. 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 So what uh what's your big feelings for this week, guys? I found a new recipe. Oh. It's delicious. It's like Italian, creamy, noodles, chicken. It's creamy and fresh is like the turd. Tomatoes. We we were missing the fresh basil. Now that... Because I didn't plant basil this year and we weren't going to go to all the stores to get basil. Heck no. So next time we make it though, I want to put basil in it. Anyways, I saw this recipe and I'm like, this looks delicious. And then immediately... I know that my kids aren't going to like it. Not one bit. And so I decided to make the meal last night 
because it just required a little bit more effort and do it on a night where you have time. Yep. So I made it and already the kids are like, ew, what are you making? And I'm like, and they keep asking me, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? I said, we're having this noodle creamy stuff with chicken. Well, can I have everything separate? And I said, no, we're, we're having it how it's meant to be. And I just was hungry and I wanted to eat this delicious dinner. And so I made it and I'm serving up all the, you know, well, you weren't home yet. So seven bowls and they're just crying. They're crying about the dinner. You, this is gross. I don't want that. And it it did not go well at all. Like on a, on a scale of bad, okay, just bad. (laughs) I mean, it was delicious. Oh, I thought Dory ate it. You ate it. I had it it again for lunch today. I did too. And, um, yeah, those are some of those moments where, I don't know, I was the kid who didn't like things mixed together either, because some of our kids don't like it. I think they'd call you, like, a reductionist. Is that what it is? Or, like... I don't know. I don't know what that's called, but, like... What is that called? Where, like, none of the stuff on your plate can touch Reductionist. each other. Reduction, like, it. like, breaks... That's not it. That's I just, not it, it sounds better if you say it like okay. that. <laughs> it's... You just don't want anything to touch. And, it's and you so don't want anything mixed. And Me, some of our kids are like that. And some yeah, of them aren't. I don't get it. And so it just turned into lots of tears, lots of kids not eating dinner. And I sat there and ate my whole dinner. Um, so my strong feelings are... Uh, you wish kids were grateful all the time. I mean, it just it just became a bigger issue than it was, you know. We had a, we had a great come to Jesus discussion with our, our three leading children yeah. about... Like what is appropriate, and and then I had a follow. You didn't even notice I had a follow on discussion with Cora afterwards. Oh, you did. Yeah, and she was just like, "I just feel so guilty," and I was like, "Okay, guilty is not the right." Well, no, and I and I said, "What is she feeling guilty about?" About the way that she behaved. Okay. And I said, "You know what? What I want you to hear out of this first is that you are not a bad person because you are ungrateful. No. So I don't want you to feel any shame." I said, shame says there's something wrong with you, right? right? And there's nothing wrong with you. I said, you did make a decision that probably wasn't the best for you or kind to mom. Right. And so that regret, guilt you're feeling, it's not a bad thing. It teaches you, hey, I don't want to do that again in the future, right? Yeah. I and, think, yeah. And so when I just explained to her, I was, I said, you've got to be nice and, and be grateful for the, the food you receive. And so it, yeah. that was a good discussion, and, and, and she got it. I just, I know how important it is from everything that I've been learning about emotional health over the years that they have to understand the difference between is there something wrong with me or did I just do something, like, did I make a choice that wasn't the best, right? Yeah. Those are different. And so I really wanted to harp on That's that good. with her. I think I just want our kids to be flexible because I told them, I said, I don't like every every meal out there either, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you're at someone's house or you go to a restaurant and you get something that maybe you don't love, like how can we be flexible? How can we, you know, be polite, be thankful and make this work for us instead of sobbing, pushing the food away and or, marching away. Or stoic Oliver who just says nothing. Silence. Just Total like, silence. Like. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was it was emotional. Yeah. And for, I was I was I was mad. We tapped you tapped out. It's all good. I just was, I just had no energy after making the dinner and all the things. You weren't home yet. And I just, I should have just gone to my room and ate by myself. 
Huh. Maybe. I don't know. I don't Probably know. not. Dorothy would not have let you. No, that's true. It was just tricky. Which she ate it splendidly. She ate it she so well. She devoured it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so it can't be poison. No, it can't be poison. That's funny. Okay, what about you? I was thinking. I had something written down. I changed it. Um, one thing that's been really just kind of irking me is I, I have so few things that are my own. And Okay. Like, for example, tools. Like, the tools that are that you and I created this whole system in the garage. The tools, and, like and physical hang, tools. The physical tools that hang up. Okay. And the kid's like, hey, can I use them? And I'm like, yes, I'm happy to let you use them. I just ask that you put them away. Yeah, that's do you know, tricky. Do you know what I find all over the yard? I saw a hammer yesterday. My tools. What I find else? Wrenches, hammers, saws. I found nails in the driveway. I'm pretty sure that's why there was a nail in your parents' tire because one oh, of the nails in the driveway. Oh, true that. So, because we have a like a I don't know what it's called a nailing bench, a thing yeah. where you can practice hammering and nails that's, in. That's for that, but you still have to clean, clean it up. up. And so, I just have some strong feelings about the fact that sometimes it feels like the only people who clean up are you and I. It does Which like I that. can tell you every single parent in the world has felt this exact same feeling. But, but our feelings often are not true. Yes. And yes. and the trouble is is that these are my tools and like sometimes they just get wrecked and like remember that really great um car flashlight you bought me? Car flashlight. The one that like magnets oh, for on. working on things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And then it was left in the yard. yard I couldn't see it and it got run over by, by, by a lawnmower. Or yeah. Yeah. And it's just I just have strong feelings about I have so few things that are my own. <laughs> and I just I just want them to be taken care of. Well I know. It's I think that they're not they're they're not taken care of and it's just a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. I mean so I, don't I, know. I did sit Oliver down and explain to him the importance of putting things away. Same with Cora, because the two of them have been mostly taking my tools and playing with them and they both blame the other person what are they for leaving them out. Today, Cora wanted to borrow the Dremel, and I was like, what, what, what are you going to do with it? I don't know. And I said, not until you have a plan for that tool, because it's not a toy. Mm. Um, so then she didn't use the Dremel. Okay. But it just, that's, that, it just, it just bothers me. We're also all out of tape measures. They're all gone. What? We had three, and we have none now. How did you measure any of that wood today? I borrowed the tape measure from a neighbor. Oh, my heavens. So this is, this are is. Are you sure they're gone? I bet I can find at least one. Uh, if you can find it, that would be splendid. I could not locate them. Huh. Now, there was one that I took with me last weekend, and Josh just texted me, and, I, and it had gotten left there. So that one's on me. Okay. The other two? Gone. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So. Well, at least we know what to get you for Christmas. Uh, a tape measure. One that's like, that magnetically returns to the wall when, when it's not Maybe, being yeah. used. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was, uh, that was my big feelings. I didn't know those. I know they, they were just came kinda, out today. They've been, been, they've been stirring under the surface, so now you know my heart. Okay. Yeah, we are uh, we are going to skip on top five. Um, yeah, that's fine. What we would ask, though, what are we asking? Uh, part of what we love about top five is that it's kind of funny and humorous, and and in some ways ridiculous. Um, we're really wrestling with things that would be funny for you all to hear so if you have ideas about top five things that we have opinions on that you'd love to hear (laughs) let us know and we will 
We'll continue to bring that. Okay, we're gonna just do the top five ice cream truck treats. It's happening, Nathan. It's not. (sighs) It's happening because as a kid, we lived by a lake, and we would hear the ice cream truck coming around the lake. And I remember grabbing cash somewhere and sprinting out to that thing to buy it from the creepy truck. Yeah, there's a Did reason ice that? cream trucks. It probably was the same truck. Yes, it went to the neighborhood behind and we could hear it and then it would make its way. We'd actually run through the woods to, to go, go get to it. the other neighborhood. Yeah. So, so we weren't I would say we did not visit the ice cream truck very often. No, no, because it cost money. Well, yeah, but it, I don't think it consistently came around either. No, and then it just stopped. I haven't I haven't heard an ice cream truck in the neighborhood in, Well, we also live not anywhere near one. But even when we lived around the lake or in Sunnyside, I never heard ice cream trucks. I think that's just kind of the old way to get ice cream. It's yeah, w- it I think feels it's, creepy and weird. Well, I think now it's like mm, people don't do that. Yeah, yeah. So what? I, what is your favorite? I don't ice think cream I treat? have a favorite, but I can remember getting whatever character or animal shaped ice cream, and the eyes were black, and they were gumballs. Ooh, I did not like those. I don't know what else is there. Push pops. Push pops are my number one top of the. I love those. The Flintstones brand to be precise yeah they well like, especially where it's like three different flavors like oh that is fancy do they have drumsticks drumsticks yeah they i have definitely those. didn't get those because i didn't like peanuts as a kid mm. uh the ice cream cookie sandwich oh yes those are good those are amazing that's like we should make some homemade near ones. the top that it's a little tricky we've made them i've made them before, you made them before? Oh. yeah it's been a while um another thing that's delicious is the uh, the rocket ones, the red, white, and blue. Oh, yeah, and those are there, too. Those are good. So good. It's like that, or the ones where it's layers. Like, as you, like, eat, there's, like, different layers of the popsicle. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, those the center is red. The yes. next layer is blue. Uh-huh. The next layer is green. Also from ice cream trucks. Now you can just get them from the store. That might be what put ice cream trucks out of business. The stores. Is, is that you of can course. Just from the store. Right. Yeah. Go but to Costco. all good. Yeah trying to think of any other of those i don't know why we're talking about these because it's totally entering into fall and it's really seems like the time yeah oh i know what happened this week ah i have i'm going i'm going way back are you done with ice cream treats i think we are we hit hit five we we hit it okay this week we went on a date oh right we did okay so on instagram i heard about or i saw this reel of this couple um and they said like we went out on date nights. We'd always do the same thing, go to the same restaurants. We wanted to shake it up a little bit, and this is what we did. And so they call them alphabet dates. And so um, basically each date is a letter of the alphabet in order, and it's, like, themed around it. And yeah. so I had told Nathan about it weeks ago because we haven't been on a date in a couple weeks. And then um, – when did we go on a date? Monday? Uh, Monday. Okay. So Sunday, he's he says he's got all like letter A planned out. I was so surprised. I, I did I didn't have it fully planned out and I totally stayed up late and didn't sleep oh, you're well right. because of it. It was it was rough. But But it was super I was totally surprised because I said we should do it and then you're like, eh, yeah, sure. And then I did it. And then we did it. Yep. It was fun. So we did letter A. And I think there's a couple couple nuancey rules to the letters. There's some rules. people well, I think some people um choose to follow it differently. Some people say everything you do has to start with the letter A. I don't think so. Or the way that we operated was well the place we go to or has to like or the style of food 
or I don't the know. activity, right? Like, I, I tried to, like, switch it up in, in yeah. the way that we did it. So, where did we go to dinner? Well, we're driving, and he didn't tell me where we were going. <laughs> and I'm just, we're driving this direction, and I, and I have no idea what, like, what what direction what or what place? restaurant is in over here. I have no idea. And I'm trying to think of everything that starts with the letter A. I can't think of anything. And we get closer. Did you tell me? So what I said to you was, we're going to the place where, as a kid, you used to think it was really fancy. Well, then I knew it. Yeah. It was Applebee's. Yeah. It was very fancy when we were kids. And honestly, I would say it is not. It's not fancy. <laughs> it was not fancy. But it was still... It was still a fun time. A little nostalgic. and Yeah. We went to Applebee's, ate dinner, and then you gave me a choice between the next two things. Which were either axe throwing, axe throwing or arcade. Arcade. We've been axe throwing before, and it's I, it's so hard. And it hurts Emily's arms. It's I just don't. It's not fun. <laughs> so I chose. We did arcade, and um, we went to Pinball Pete's, and and actually we had a really threw fun a twenty time. in the quarter machine, and, and it was just, fun. It was super fun. I we played. Where's that hockey. receipt? It's in the black van somewhere. Oh, so we we did win a bunch of tickets, so we saved them for our kids if they yeah. go. It's not like a, yeah, they should build them up. That's for sure, and get like something sweet. Oh yeah, because a hundred tickets is a jawbreaker it's or trash, something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We did that, and then after we got apple cider, hot apple cider, which is for us like a some a win. What wow, is it? Fall staple. Fall staple, Bendy's. and it's totally reminiscent of us being kids in high school oh, yeah. we would go out because we didn't drink apple tea cider. and we didn't drink coffee no we drink cider i guess hot apple cider yeah. and it was only around one time of a year yeah yeah so it was super fun yep and then just kind of shook shook things up a little bit we didn't end up at the grocery store because i think that's what we we did you know we would we went to costco and got one thing oh we, we did get. shoot we had we had to because Aldi was closed. Otherwise, we would have gone to Aldi. No, no, no. We are getting something that is only I, at Costco. I know. I was just joking because it starts with an A. Oh, true, true. <laughs> Our C date will just be at Costco the whole time. First, we're going to go to the um, furniture se- section and just sit there. Yep. Hang out. Bring. Well, we'll buy some snacks. Yep. Sit maybe, in the furniture section. Maybe look at go to like peruse the samples ten times. Just right. go through the whole whole thing. Yeah. And then end up at the food court. We can watch a have, show on their TVs. Have a churro. A churro. Perfect. <laughs> That's hilarious. Actually, their churros are delicious. Yeah, they're so sugary. That was what happened this week. And so, do you have a plan for, for B? Is that on you? I didn't know. I was secretly hoping you would plan it. I'm happy to plan it. Until I, think you, you, I think it speaks to your heart. I have been I thinking do. of B things, though. I did. Okay. So, I don't know who's going to plan it. Well, so what we have to decide, though, is are we going to bring a child with us on this B-date? Because we haven't taken a kid on anything in a while. I know. It's Cora. And I told Cora about the alphabet date, and she's like, I don't want to go on a letter date. And I'm like, what? Well, so that might that might mess up this plan. I think it would be fun. Well, we'll have to well, figure have to, that out. We'll have to talk to her about that then. I didn't know if we were doing a kid date this week. I didn't know either, so we got to get on the same page there. Okay. Think about it. We'll do it. Later. Okay, we're not thinking anymore. Okay. okay. All right, ready. All right, we're gonna we're gonna close up our time together with a discussion on the power of blessing. Uh, this is uh, just some takeaways from the integrated retreat from a talk that John Tyson, uh, a pastor from a church over in New York, City. New York City, gave. And honestly, it has been incredibly challenging to the both of us 
as to our speech and the words that come out of our mouth. And oh, my phone's ringing. Hello. Silence. So, what I want to start with is what is a blessing? And what would you say a blessing is? A blessing. Like, is it just positive speech? No. No. I don't know. I'm going to... Tell me. So, what I've seen blessing to to be, and I think this is, this is really great definitions. It means speaking favor over someone. So, it's not just saying, like, nice things for them, but it's, like, saying nice things over them. Uh, and then another thing is projecting good into the life of another. Can you say that again? I'm sorry. I was dealing with the person that just called me. You're fine. So... Blessing means speaking favor over someone. Favor, okay. And the projection of good into the life of another. Projection of good. So it's not just positive thoughts or positive speaking. It's it's literally saying you are wonderful because. Like it's it's doing it's it's like speaking things into them. Um it's empowering them. It's causing another person to almost change direction and, and receive something about themselves that maybe they didn't know. Um, I think that blessing and identity can be very closely related. Hmm, yeah. Um, because blessing can speak into an identity. For example, if someone says to you, you will never amount to anything, mm-hmm. um, that would be a curse, right? Right. But what's interesting about that curse is that someone's life can be defined by that such that they want to prove that they will amount to something. Okay. Right? And so what I think has been the challenge and the thing we've been learning is that the words that we say, um, as we know from Proverbs twelve eighteen, right? Blessing or our words have the power to give Your life. Words are powerful. They can kill or give life. Yes. Talkative personal. That one. And so with that in mind, we have been very, become very aware of, are we speaking blessings over ourselves, over each other, over our kids, or are we inadvertently speaking curses? And honestly, Sometimes we are speaking curses over each other. And that is kind of a punch to the gut. It's not at all what what we want. It, and sometimes it's inadvertent. And I think in many ways, especially if we process more verbally. Um, yeah, you can say things that you... And you didn't mean to. Yeah. And so this, this topic is a challenging one for us. Um, but I think we've been learning a lot with it. Yeah. Yes. We have. So remember last week when we talked about Genesis 1, 27 and 28, right? And we talked about how the first thing that God did was bless us, right? Yep. And so we are to operate out of that blessing and then bless others. That's our, that's our responsibility as a royal household, a ruling household, all that fun stuff. And so I want to share an example with you of the power of blessing. I want you to imagine I went to your parents. Are you talking to me or to everybody? To To the people. To you. To me. You went to my parents. And we were dating. Okay. And I, I sat your dad down and I said, I would like to take your daughter's hands in marriage. Will you let me marry your daughter? Option A. I think that sounds weird. I would like to take your daughter's hand in marriage. That's what people say. It just sounds weird. Well, you weren't at that. I want to marry your daughter. Did okay. you say that phrase? 
I don't remember. It was like I would like to take your daughter. Can I have ago. your daughter's hand in marriage? I'd like to marry. You can your have daughter. my hand. You just have my hand. Oh my goodness, that's <laughs> what people say. Okay, okay. Two choices. So, what if your dad had responded and said, "No," just that simple "no." It's not a direct curse, but it becomes a curse over that relationship because then, if we had chosen to get married anyways, they wouldn't have blessed it. It would have been an unblessed marriage, and then every time that we got together, every time they saw our kids, every time everything would all be under that guise of this relationship is not blessed. Mm-hmm. So that's a simple no, right? Yep. Now, instead, he said yes, right? And not only did he say yes, he said, I would be happy to have you as a son-in-law and I think you'll be great hands. for my daughter. And, <laughs> and you can have her hand. <laughs> and what that did for us, right, is it blessed that marriage. And it's so important, right? Because now, like, from that blessing, we have six kids, like, all these things, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, a great relationship with your parents. Yep. And so I just think, like, that one simple example shows just how important everything we say is like that's crazy i never would have even thought of it that way yeah yeah i think we people just throw words around and don't think about what they're saying the power behind it mm-hmm. yeah and another aspect of it is right when god blessed us he then said, like, go and work and, and and do that. And he didn't say to them, you need to work so that you can be blessed. He right. said, you, you I'll bless, bless you them first. And you operate from that blessing in what you do. Mm-hmm. And so, right, we also don't want to be chasing blessing. Like, blessing should be freely given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you think of any times you've on purpose or inadvertently curse someone? Uh, no, I mean, I'm not saying I haven't. I just can't think of an example. Can't think of an example. Can I'm you? I'm trying to think of an example. Remember, I asked Lauren to tell me like what happened in my childhood, so you don't, I don't know. Your childhood? No. <laughs> Anything recently? I think one thing I have noticed myself doing with the kids from time to time is I've said, what you're doing is going, like, this is going to cause you to become this way. Hmm, yep. Um, I don't know if you've ever done that before. Yeah, we've, I've done that. And as I've sat back and thought about it, um, if I just leave it there, the result of that is that is essentially a curse. Yep. What I've tried to do is then take it that next step further and say, hey, this behavior and these actions could send you down this pathway, but that is not who you are. Who you are is, and then I speak blessing over her or Mm -hmm. him. Yeah. And essentially like reinvigorating that identity, that who they are, because like they need to know that that's who they're made to be. Yeah. That's good. So that was a practical example. Yeah, I just think that... I guess I can think of an example like Oliver walks on his toes sometimes. And so 
we've said like if you keep doing that you're gonna walk on your toes as a grown man um and we should instead you know encourage him work with him what if we said instead you have strong feet and they are a firm foundation for you in all you go and do Mm. like we said that blessing over him like i'm curious if it would cause it to become a reality we should try it i'm game for that okay okay so with blessing how do we bless others and i think there are three three ways the first way and i think we all know this is with our speech right we've been talking about it a bunch The second way is something called empowering. So an example of that would be, um, I've had this at at work, is is when I sit down with a new employee and they're just kind of freaking out. Like, how am I doing? I don't think I've got what it takes. I don't think I'm going to be able to do this job. They're saying all these things. And I try my hardest to, in that moment, like say, no, I see this in you. You are good at this. You will go down this pathway. I think there, you're really good and like, I think you have what it takes, right? Yeah. And and I think that's so important to, to use our speech to bless and empower those under our leadership and even those around us. I mean, we have friends who are like, hey, I'm not good enough or I, I'm this X, Y, Z, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's a an interesting thing that I didn't really think about that as being blessing. I just thought it was just nice thing to do. Yeah, or speaking yeah. the truth, right? Yeah. So I think it's an, a, a great way. Um, the third way that we bless others is repairing. So an interesting thing that I heard is that statistically, you will mess up in cursing people around you. And mm-hmm. you will say something mean or you'll do something wrong. Um, you can do that, apparently, three out of five times. And as long as you follow that up with an apology and with a essentially like blessing through repairing, um, everything's going to be fine. And so I think like as a parent, for me, that's very, how do I want to like say? There's grace. There's so much grace. Yeah. Like if, if we do the math. Two out of five is forty percent. That's not even like failing. That's like was three out of five. No, two out of five times you have to get it right. Oh yeah, yeah. So you can get it wrong sixty percent of the time. Forty percent is not a very good score in any schooling system. No, I was failing like what sixty or something. I I don't know. But either way, just that idea that we don't have to get it right and. Essentially, God has made it such that as humans, we are able to forgive others. And that gives us the opportunity to learn as we try to get better at blessing instead of cursing. Hmm, That's good. Yeah. What's the third way? That was the third way. Oh, repairing. Speech, empowering, Ah, okay, okay. Yes, yes. Do you have any, like, thoughts on blessing? Like, what have you been noticing as of late, as you've been, just like we've been talking about this more and more, what have you been noticing yourself? I think I've been noticing 
a lot of my negative speech about a situ like situation, um, something that's frustrating. I think it's easy for me to go down the path of this is awful, this is terrible. And so I guess it's not directly to another person, but... um, Almost like your internal speech. Yeah. Or like, yeah, my... All that self-talk. So I don't know if I've moved into the action yet, you know. But I think... uh, There's like an awareness increase. Yeah, more awareness, yeah. I think that's a great like starting point. I think you have to start there. Um, if you're not aware, you can't even begin to do anything else. You know? Right. Yeah, I, I too am really like becoming more aware. And it is so hard in the moment, especially when like you feel that anger boiling up in you or you feel that frustration boiling up. And it's so oh, yeah. hard to to step back, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it, last night? I think Penelope was freaking out about something. Was it last night or sometime during the day? Okay. And you're like, oh, yeah, we're putting her to bed. And you're like, this is you. Take care of it. I can't do it, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I walked in the room, and I was like, God, I do not know what to do right now. <laughs> and he was just like, just hug her and just take deep breaths. And so I hug, pulled her in, hugged her tight, and then I just went like this. And I, like, at first, like, she's still just, like, screaming, screaming. And I just kept doing it over and over again. And it was crazy because she just started to match. She started taking deep breaths. Magical. she started, like, slowing down. And then she looked at me and I said, are you ready to talk now? And she's like, yeah. Well, because when you're freaking out, you 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 can't can't hear anything. Or hear. Yeah. And it's so easy as a parent. Like, all I want to do is freak out and go like full like stop like you know the um character in inside out the one the red hair yeah anger just like goes yeah like i so want to like like oh you're angry like let me show you you how angry angry is yeah but when we like literally diffuse that by doing the one thing our bodies all need which is to get more air to our brains yep it's crazy and yet that's like that's such an easy thing to do and yet it's also, like, the hardest thing to do. Because mm-hmm. it's not... It's not natural. When you're you're spiraling and freaking out and whatever you're doing, it's not... Being calm and doing that is the exact opposite. Of what you even want to do. Yeah. So, I thought I'd share that example because I was... It was so uh. funny. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, can you go ask mom to brush your teeth? Yeah. Yeah, I guess she was a whole new person. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. She just keeps it... Keeps it real. Cool. She does. So I think Nathan and I challenge you this week just to hear yourself. What you're saying, how you're saying it, and just being self-aware of that. And what I don't want you to do is then go down that self-talk path of saying, oh my goodness, I said this, I said this, I'm a horrible person. Remember, repair is one of the three ways you can bless. Right. Right. And so it's okay to once you start to be aware of the words that are coming out of your mouth that you're going to have to go back and apologize. Yep. 
and and know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been a single day of my entire life that I haven't said sorry. True. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> cool. And so, I think that's it. That's what we've got for you today. I do have one ask, though, all of you listeners. Can you share our podcast with a friend? Maybe an episode that you like, or maybe this one, and just say, hey, I really like this podcast. Can you share it with them? Because that would just mean so much to us. Yeah, and and maybe your sharing just means like, hey, I took something away from this, and that's really one of our biggest goals is that we could share whatever wisdoms we've been learning and and help uh, as many people as possible. Yeah. That'd be that'd be awesome. So we appreciate you. We love you all. Thank you for making us a part of your week. And have a great day. See ya.